you've gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway You can rely on the old man's money You can rely on the old man's money It's a bitch girl, but it's gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway Say money, but it won't get you too far Get you too far It's another week of up, uh, Hall and Snooks. That's what we're called. I'm Danny Hall, and this is Matt and Chris, and we got a show for you. What's up? Like What's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I just tried something different. How are you guys? How are you guys doing? How's your fucking? How's your life been last yeah, week? Yeah. Hey, it was a busy weekend for things to watch. So you know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, one of those oh man! God damn. <laughs> This is for fucking sure. <laughs> but. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, yeah. You wanna, you wanna just fucking dive right into it? Let's uh, do it. Uh, yeah. You wanna? Before we get into anything else, uh, you guys want you want to talk about the fight a little bit? I feel like that was right. Uh, right. Yeah. Worth mentioning. Yeah, what, I can. Uh, I... Where? Where? Where did you watch it, and what what was your who who were you going for? Where did you watch it, and uh, where did you think? All right, well, you know, okay, I had an adventure that day. Um, so I went. There's only one bar here in Missoula that was showing it. And it was a uh, twenty dollars per head to get in. Um, so I, so Rafe and I, someone who was on this the show a couple weeks ago, uh, showed up at the press box here in town at like. Rafe showed up at 3, and I got there at 3.30. Fight wasn't supposed to start till 7 our time. And we were we were down in some pictures. We met a bunch of people, got a bunch of food with these guys. But that's that's when, like, the undercard fight started, right? Right, right, yeah. right. Um, so, and it's going, we're sitting there, because uh, they sold all their tables, so they had basically, like, maybe 15 seats at the bar that were up for grabs. Like a first-come, first-serve thing. Oh, like you could make reservations. Yeah, for yeah, the tables were like a hundred bucks each, plus the twenty dollars for everybody or on Oh, it. Like, yeah. fuck, <laughs> that's fucking ridiculous. And then, uh, yeah, so we just we just paid the twenty to get in. Um, and then there were so it gets about seven o'clock, and uh, the owner comes out and just goes that there's problems with Directv and they're not gonna be able to show us the fights. <laughs> Um, and did so that? he, no, go ahead. Oh yeah. So he, he did, he did, he refunded everybody, their entry fees and he just covered everyone's tabs. Wow. So Rafe and I had a huge fucking tag. We even eaten and we were several pitchers deep. <laughs> That's, you know, I mean, I guess it's a good thing in that sense, but, yeah. but did, does that mean that everybody who had fucking direct TV missed the fight? No, I, and I think it was a direct TV issue here, but I think it was up by the time the fight started, the actual fight. Because uh, oh, we ended up... So, like, yeah. you guys left, but if you would have stayed, you probably still would have seen Maybe. it. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't I didn't get the final word, because, yeah, it's, it's like, as soon as we heard that, we were like, well, let, dude, wait. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's, get, let's yeah. find somewhere to find yeah. this fucking fight. So we called up yeah. our buddy, Adam, so, went up where, to his Yeah, place. where did you watch it, then? At, at Adam's house. house. 
Yeah, oh, we just okay. ordered it on the like PlayStation Live events. It was a hundred bucks that we just split. Yeah, because he he was telling me that 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 it wasn't because he called me uh, right uh, not long before the main event started and and was saying that you guys like it wasn't working and that you weren't able, right, yeah. able to like order it or whatever. Right, and I don't see. I don't think it was like a, oh, the issue just at the press box. I think it was a direct TV issue everywhere. I think a lot but, of. Uh, huh. But we got to watch it live, so, you know, in the end, it worked out. You know, I heard Floyd Mayweather say in the post-fight press conference that uh, that part of the reason it took so long to to set the fight up and get it going was was just the sheer capacity of the servers. Yeah. Like, of the streaming and shit. Yeah, that's what we I mean, I I don't know, but I, I would imagine probably one of the more, like, more highly watched streams probably of all time right yeah i was thinking they were doing over the planet like they were doing some stats and i think some of the stats were like saying that that there's possibly more people watching this than last year's super bowl which is like a huge fucking deal i wouldn't be surprised right and i guess it's more world worldwide uh attention was on it too that's what i was gonna say because the super bowl has a limited appeal outside of the united states you know, people in England are into the football a little bit, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, out, outside of, like, U.S. and Canada, like, there's a limited appeal to the Super Bowl. Yeah, players, Super Bowl. A, a boxing has, I feel like, worldwide, worldwide, worldwide appeal. appeal so. Especially when one of, one of the boxers is an international, too, you know, from Ireland. So, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, and the other one's, like, a Hall of Famer, and he's coming out of retirement. Like, it, no, for sure. I, I, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That you know, yeah. it, it, I'm, I'm, I, it went out in where I, where I was at for for about 10, 20 seconds, and people were losing their fucking right. minds. Like, there was, was the end of the fucking riot, dude. There, yeah. there was gonna be a riot if they didn't fix that shit. Like, yeah, yeah. no, it was, it was definitely fucking. Uh, it, yeah. it, it, like I said, yeah, almost surprising that they didn't have more issues with it, considering yeah. probably how many fucking I don't know how many millions of people were watching that, but. Uh, Danny, where where did you watch it? I uh, well, I, I was looking around all day, trying to find what bar to go to that didn't have like an outrageous like cover charge or something. Right. And I ended up just uh, splitting it with uh, like four other buddies at at his house, at one of my friends' house for twenty bucks each. That right, that's kind of a way to do it. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I was I was uh, right, like reading too, like those bars charge so much because. They get like oh, yeah. charged extra for the pay per view per person, like yeah, in it too. Yeah, like, no, for th- sure. Thirty per like I think like thirty three dollars per head. So that's why, even if you just have like a twenty dollar cover, it doesn't cover like your actual cost for seeing it. It's crazy. Yeah. Plus whatever base feed it just to get the the pay per view. All right. All right. All right. But uh, okay, wait, wait, wait. So yeah, who were you guys going for though? I, I, I was I was going for uh, McGregor. Yeah. I guess McGregor, but I realistically I didn't think he had a chance. Right. But I I was just I was always more feeling like if McGregor would have won, I feel like this fight would have been more meaningful. Now I feel like it's just kind of another fight. I feel like it lost its, you know, Floyd. I don't, I don't necessarily think so. I mean, I think it's still meaningful. It's definitely still meaningful in the boxing world in the sense that, like, Floyd Mayweather got to 50-0, and 0, which is, like, a big deal. Like, right, a lot right. Of fucking boxers who never were able to do that. So, I mean, I think 
like for me, I mean, obviously, I was going for McGregor. I had money on McGregor. I never, like, uh, like I always thought from the very beginning that his only chance to win would have been to KO him in about the first four to five rounds. Right. Like if, and he, if, it, if the fight went past about four or five rounds, I never expected McGregor to win. I'm, I'm impressed that he went as far as he did, and that yeah. he never got knocked down. You know, I've heard people say, including Conor McGregor, about how, like, oh, I think they should have let the fight keep going, etc. And, like, yeah, I would have liked to see him let it keep going until he maybe knocked him down or whatever. But at the end of the day, the reality is, is he hadn't thrown a punch in, like, a full minute at least. And he was yeah, getting he took, fucking pummeled. Right, he, right, he took four blows him. to the head. He was, like, and he was not protecting himself. Like, the, yeah. the, the, like those are the fucking rules. Like, if you're not protecting yourself and you're not throwing any counter punches, like that's the ref's responsibility to fucking stop the fight. Like, it was over at that point. Yeah, yeah. But, but I lost. Yeah. yeah. And like, and that's just somebody who was going for McGregor and lost a lot of money on McGregor. Like. But so I I I went. Um, I wish I was thinking about watching it at home, but then I'm like, fuck. If I watch it at home and it's a shitty fight, like the fucking Pacquiao fight, right, right, it's yeah, a huge waste of money just by myself. Because that fight was fucked. Very. Was like, and Floyd no, I, this... even said as much after the fight. He said, "I owed the fans for the Pacquiao fight." Yeah. And I'll be honest. As much as I dislike Floyd Mayweather. This is the first time I've actually enjoyed watching him fight because he actually yeah, fought. Yeah. He didn't just play defense. He actually fought, yeah. fought which was this, entertaining. This but, was a good fight. It was... So, Did we lose I, you, Matt? Well worth all the money that I lost. <laughs> right. Well worth all the money. <laughs> uh, but but uh, basically, like, so when, as far as my like viewing experience, I tried to. Uh, I, I wish I would have watched it at home if I would have had some people to split it with. But I wasn't gonna drop a hundred bucks, so I had a hundred on McGregor already with our buddy Adam. So I wasn't about to drop a hundred just for the pay per view. On top of the fact that like if I lost, then I'm t- then I'm losing two hundred dollars on the fight. Yeah. Basically, just you know what I mean. So I'm like. All right, yeah. I'm going to figure out somewhere to go watch it. Like, fuck, I live near Portland. Like, it's, you know, there's got to be some goddamn... Gonna... There, there's some, not that many places, surprisingly. I mean, I guess maybe it's not that surprising because it's Portland. It's not like if you're in fucking Boston or Chicago or fucking Philly or some shit. I'm sure there's probably a million places, a million more than here anyway. You know, maybe not the biggest fucking hottest ticket out, in, out, out here, but... Uh, uh, I tried to go, I looked up online, like, you know, who's showing it. Uh, I went, it looked, you know, as far as, like, the price and how far away it was, Buffalo Wild Wings looks like the best. It was, like, a $30 cover, uh, and it wasn't, you know, maybe half hour, 40 minutes away. So I drove up there after work, and uh, by the time I got there, you know, at, like, 5.30, 5.45, whatever it was, you know, the fight was supposed to start at six out here or, you know, the undercards or what have you. Uh, and then by the time I got out there, there was a line, a huge line of people outside the door all standing out there. And I got up there, stood around for about a minute or two. And then they started turning people away. They're like, yo, if you don't have a reservation, there's no chance that you're getting in oh, here. <laughs> so I was like, fuck. All right. Well, I guess I better go fucking get in my car and figure out where else I can go. And 
I Googled it and was looking at that list, you know, that I had been looking at earlier. And I was like, oh, it looks like there's there's a movie theater that's showing it not too far away, like 20, 25 minutes out. So, uh, yeah, I drove over and fucking uh, saw it at this big-ass movie theater. And, dude, that place was packed. Like, wall-to-wall fucking people, man. Like, yeah. It was very entertaining, though. It was yeah, that honestly sounds like prob- an interesting way to see it. It was cool to see it on the big screen, definitely, but, like, the most entertaining part about it was the crowd, for sure. Yeah. Like, there are some rowdy motherfuckers, dude. Like, I'm honestly kind of surprised I didn't see a fight break out before the actual fight <laughs> Like, just, just people walking to get their fucking seats, like, walking past other people in the, in the aisle or whatever. Dude, I'm surprised that a couple fights didn't break out. Dude, people were fucking <laughs> jacked up, right. riled up, and ready, ready to go. go. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, fuck you, motherfucker. That fucking bump into my knee. Like, you don't fucking step on, like, fucking step on my shoelaces, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, people were all fucking, just over nothing. Like, just ready to fucking go. Like, ready to see <laughs> some fucking, ready for some blood. You know what I mean? You're out. You're out for blood. You're ready to see a fight. You know, people are just all fucking jacked up and crazy. But it was fucking entertaining because, like, even on the undercard fights, man, people were fucking yelling and screaming and cheering for like all kinds of, you know, whenever somebody landed a good hit or whatever. Oh yeah, I walked one uh, 88 cents off of the uh, Cookie Monster dude. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> dude. Okay, let's talk about let's talk about Cookie Monster for a second. <laughs> Uh, yeah, fucking Gervonta Davis, dude. I've never seen a more fucking arrogant, like, showboating boxer ever in my life. Like, dude, so, like, okay, I honestly liked him at first. I was like, all right, anybody who's going to wear those shorts, like, I'm I'm a fan of. Like, good on you for the shorts. But then, dude, some of the shit he was doing during that fight was, like, so ridiculous. Just some of the taunting and, like, fucking dancing around that he was doing. It's like... Dude, you're about to get knocked the fuck out. And then he won on some bullshit illegal blow. Like, that dude should have gotten up. Like, I don't know what the fuck he was yeah, yeah, on dude. the ground for a 10 count. Deal. He should have gotten up, but that was deal an illegal with... fucking shot. Right. But yeah, deal deal with that shit after the fight, though. Yeah, like, don't... stand up, deal... though. He it, was it reminded me of fucking down. soccer, yeah. dude. Fucking That was pathetic. Throwing. Honestly, I was, I, I was kind of fucking... I was like, yeah, that was a pathetic end to that fight. Uh, oh, speaking of the undercard fights, though, the other one with, uh, Badu Jack and fucking whatever, Cleverly, whatever that dude's name was, that was a good fight, though. Yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah, That was entertaining, and, and, and whatever you want to say about the McGregor-Mayweather fight, like, they ended that shit when it should have been ended, because that guy was getting fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but I, again, to go back to the ending, like, I, I agree with the decision, Mc, McGregor got his ass kicked by the end. You know, it's interesting because the announcers were saying how right about the 25-minute mark, because that's – in UFC, it's five, like, five-minute rounds, I think. So 25 minutes is the longest he's ever gone. And literally right when they started mentioning that at 25 minutes, you could tell. He was getting tell, fucking yeah. tired. He was, he was gassed. He was just – he didn't have the fucking energy. And, like, yeah, you know, maybe he could have let him go for a few more punches till he dropped him. But at the end of the day – he was stumbling, falling around, and he was fucking he he was done yeah. by that point. So I don't know. I enjoyed the fuck out of it. I lost, you know, between between it cost forty dollars to get in the movie theater and I lost a hundred dollars on the fight. 
easily worth it in my worth opinion. Worth it, right? I, I enjoyed yeah. the fuck out, especially after the Pacquiao fight and the bad taste that that left. And like, I yeah, I didn't even probably spend that much money or lose that much money on that fight. But I, I, I it was just such a fucking shitty fight. Like, right, just a bunch of know, hugging. Yeah, it was not even a fight. It was so, but nobody was trying to win that fight. They were both just trying to win a decision. Nobody was trying to win the fight. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, I think that's why boxing has kind of like fallen off lately and UFC has taken up because, like, because it's not as exciting. You know what I mean? Like, Mike Tyson was exciting because he knocked motherfuckers out. You know what I mean? Like, it's not exciting to watch people go 12 rounds and win a cautious defensive decision. Which is why I hated Floyd Mayweather for so long, because that's all he fucking does. But but it, it, this is entertaining, and he was on the offensive, and he fucking he fucked him up. It was a good fight, and I look, I lost damn near one hundred fifty dollars just to watch it. I don't care though; it's fucking entertaining, and that's all I care about. <laughs> anyway, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to say too because there's other people I was watching it with. Rafe, I'm just dropping names. <laughs> he did, I I he didn't agree with me. I thought that both Mayweather and McGregor at the end of that fight were classy as fuck. Oh, fuck like, yeah. Dude, oh, 100%. When, 100%, when, when, like, as soon as the fight ended and they came up and hugged each other before they talked later on, right. like, they came up That's and just, like, dude, the, the crowd went fucking, like, the, there was a bigger cheer for that, like, hug at the end than there was for when, because honestly, interestingly enough, most of the crowd that I was with who were fucking rowdy and loud and crazy as fuck, most of them were for McGregor. But when the fight started to turn in the eighth and ninth round, they started fucking going for Mayweather because it's like a natural reaction. Like somebody starts beating the shit out of somebody else, just oh fuck! You just get, you know what I mean? Like it just took over, and everybody was cheering. But but honest to God, the cheer for their hug and like little like (laughs) having a little bro moment at the end of the fight was a bigger cheer than for when when he won the fight, like. I think people, like, I, honestly, I think that, like, resonated with people. They're like, oh, like, yeah, like, they can talk all this shit and, like, act like it's this big deal. But, like, at the end of the day, like, they still respect each other and can, like, right. fucking, you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, like, I thought that yeah. was cool that people were more fucking stoked about them, like, being cool to each other than, than even about him winning the fight. But, yeah, what did yeah. Ray, what did Ray say? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he, he was just going off about how, how uh, even at that the interview that, uh, uh, McGregor needed to shut up because he just got his ass beat. He's, no, he's dude, getting he very hostile. <laughs> I think I so. Yeah. Believe, I don't. No, he was very respectful. He yeah, said multiple times like he's classy as fuck. He changed his strategy up on me. He beat me. He's composed. Yeah, he, like he didn't. He was he nothing like but complimentary. Like every interview. Yeah. Yeah, he was nothing but complimentary to Floyd Mayweather, and like deservedly so, dude. That was like I said, that was a hell of a fight by Mayweather oh, yeah. too. Like, it, but but I don't think either. I think they're both super fucking classy, more way more than I even expected them to be. Right? Yeah, it's nice to see. Yeah. I loved it though, man. I'm all fucking. I'm all fired up. I enjoy, <laughs> I thought it was fun as fuck, dude. That was the most fun I've had. What? Like, that was the most fun fight I've watched in probably two or three years, like, at least. Like, it, it was very entertaining. No, yeah, I, I was happy to see it. Is uh, yeah, like, it, it definitely, uh, also, like, it no, gave you that, like, feeling when you're in like, your chest that you're, like, just, like, waiting for each punch to, like, be thrown, and I don't know. It was a good fight. Yeah. 
I think he lived up to the hype, personally. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. No, I, I definitely uh, do not regret getting this fight. And, and interestingly enough, uh, Conor McGregor landed more punches on Floyd Mayweather than any of the other 50 professional boxers that he's ever faced, including Manny Pacquiao. So, and he went 10 rounds with him and never and stayed on his feet the whole time. Like, it's pretty goddamn impressive. Like, I wish he would have knocked him out. I wish he would have won. Yeah. That shit didn't. And, and to be honest, he won the first three or four rounds. Yeah. Easily. I'd and say, yeah. If he would have yeah. dropped him, that was his only chance was to win before that. Because, honestly, I, I, I think I, I was expecting him to kind of run out of gas. It's like, if you don't end it soon, then, then you, you know, you know, at a certain point, you're, you're playing with fire. And, and, and Mayweather is a, a fucking cerebral, yeah, you, skilled you fucking round, veteran. Like, he would come out like, swinging, he knows. But the later it got, like, he's he just... very tactical. And that's why he's never lost a fight. Like, he's tactical as fuck. To the point where it's boring. But in this fight, he came out fucking swinging and he actually went on the offensive, which I haven't seen him. The thing is that, like, Floyd Mayweather was entertaining 20 fucking years ago. Like, when he was 21, he was, yeah, he would knock motherfuckers out. But I don't know if you guys could hear the announcers where you were watching it, but they said he scored four knockdowns in the last 12 years. And that is some boring-ass boxing. (laughs) Yeah. As much money as Floyd Mayweather brings into boxing, I think he's a good part of the reason of why boxing has fucking fallen off in the like, in the mainstream view is because it's so goddamn boring. Yeah, he's never lost a fight, but fuck me dead, is it boring? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, he might be a really good tactician and he might win a lot of fights by playing defense, but I didn't mean it's entertaining. People like fucking knockout kings, dude. That's why Mike Tyson was fucking beast. That's why fucking Muhammad Ali. You know what I mean? Like that's why all these people are, are popular because they knock motherfuckers out. Uh, but anyway, uh, to get back uh, away from our boxing podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you guys have any like other final thoughts about it. I enjoyed yeah. it very thoroughly. You know, fun. Yeah, I'm. I'm just worried that I don't. I don't think UFC or boxing has like another fight up in the in the works for like probably right, a year or two. Yeah, it's hard to. It's it's gonna be hard to replicate that level of hype. Yeah. Just like with the Force Awakens, how it be? What, <laughs> Sorry, right. to, what are you talking about? Trying to. I'm trying to segue. <laughs> 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 anyway, um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that you can replicate that kind of yeah. hype. But if anybody likes boxing, you should fucking check out Vasily Lomachenko. Because in my opinion, he is the next fucking like most amazing boxer. You like? I, I think he might be the best fucking boxer I've ever seen. Like he's fucking incredible. So if you like boxing, Vasily Lomachenko, the Ukrainian assassin, he's a bad motherfucker. Uh, sidebar. Here's the thing. You guys want to talk about Game of Thrones now? Or you want to wait till next week? Like, what? What are you feeling? I'm down either way. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, cool. I'm caught up. We all caught up. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like at this point in life, if you're if you're worried that much about spoilers, you're gonna watch it Sunday night, right? Oh yeah. 
this shit won't even be out until Tuesday at the earliest. So no, think, to I me, it, <laughs> that gives a two day buffer. I'm not, you know what I mean? It's like, if you're, if you're hardcore enough to be worried about spoilers, then you're hardcore enough that you better watch that shit within two days. No, I was basically spoiled like two weeks ago, so. Oh, damn. For the finale? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Uh, yeah, yeah there, there's, there's stuff that you can find on different places. In right. The, I, you know what's funny is that, like, I eat up Star Wars spoilers like fucking candy, but I avoid Game of Thrones spoilers like the fucking plague. Yeah. It's, I don't know. it's I, interesting that, like, I don't know what makes me do that, but it's, it, I, I, like, I will not read a Game of Thrones spoiler. But I'll read Star Wars spoilers all day, every day. See, what, what, my, my experience with Game of Thrones was I watched the first season, I loved it, and then I hated the way it ended, so I stopped, I gave up for like two or three seasons, but then I started watching it again. Interesting. So like, Interesting. I, I kind of watched it in reverse from like season five back to season two. So like, my, my Game of Thrones experience is all over the place, so. That's interesting, though. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't I I like spoilers in general so. I don't know. <laughs> so I do, I, I, I do yeah. too, but it's weirdly not with Game of Thrones. But yeah, go ahead. I guess I don't know. Like, what, what, what what do you guys feel? I guess about. I have a lot of feelings. I yeah, you know, I have a lot of feelings too. Um. Oh, you you want to start? I'll start with my. My gripe. I have a gripe about this episode. Okay, yeah, what's your gripe? I I am so beyond tired of every, like, I don't know, like, all last season was about who the fuck is Jon Snow, really, right? And I just feel like all we got this week was a fucking name, and I gave zero fucks about it. And I felt, I felt well, like it was, it was dumb. Okay, that's interesting, because I feel like, yeah the name came up for sure, but, like, okay, like, major spoiler warning, obviously, but, like, he fucked his aunt. Yeah. That's more than just them saying his, like, they, we, we could, you could piece together through, like, very basic detective skills last, at the end of last season, who he was. Yeah, we got the name Aegon Targaryen, which is interesting enough, but, yeah, he fucked his aunt. That was the interesting part. I mean, that was the interesting part, but I feel like they made a big deal out of, like, this huge fucking name reveal, yet they still haven't told him. They're acting like it's going to be a big deal, but there's only one season left. They don't have enough time for this conflict. Here's my my gripe with it, is Bran is is simultaneously, like, narrating this (laughs) and, and saying he everything all the time, no matter what, but not not like but he does it like he's not seeing that like he's john's fucking his aunt like like he you know what i mean he's the all-seeing all-powerful fucking three-eyed raven right he's telling telling this little story to samwell that he's not realizing that like we should tell him not like Oh shit! We should have told him last week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, like, but yeah, like, see, that's maybe not, I like sent that shit on a raven. Like, <laughs> right. But I did see a really funny fucking meme too earlier. Like, my favorite half of my favorite part of Game of Thrones is all the memes that come out the next day. But there's a really funny one where it's like, Bran, I am the all-knowing three-eyed raven. Knock on the door. Also, Bran. Who's there? <laughs> <laughs> right. 
It's just funny though. I don't know. It's like and and yeah. like okay, was maybe maybe I was the only one who was fucking confused by this, but the f- very first scene in the episode confused me because I was thinking that when it okay, it shows like Jamie and Braun on the wall and there's the fucking unsullied and the death right. and whatever. To me, I was thinking that they were still at High Garden. I didn't realize that I think that was supposed to be King's Landing. Now, right, yeah. I'm talking to other people, but it wasn't very clear to me watching that first scene because I, I don't know. I just didn't fucking put it all together. I was very confused. And then all of a sudden, the next scene, they're like walking around with Cersei. And I was I was very fucking thrown back by that. But I also am kind of dumb. So I don't know. My <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, I will say my in my favorite part of this episode, I think, is um, I, w- I was screaming at my TV for a while. Uh, more major spoilers. Um, I was kept like screaming like fucking Sansa, don't you be a stupid bitch right now? Oh, don't you fucking be a stupid bitch? And I was so satisfied oh, with her. That was, oh my fuck! That was my possibly my favorite scene in the entire show, but oh, definitely yeah. in the episode. Like that, that fucking scene. Had me on fucking pins and shit needles. Like, I was fucking, oh my god. And I started screaming, just like you. I started <laughs> screaming at my TV. And my fucking boat, uh, my dog was laying right next to me. And he was sound asleep. And he thought I was fucking, like, he thought the world was ending. I just was like, oh, yeah. Like, I was so fucking jacked up and excited. And my, and my cat fucking jumped up. Like, hey, what the fuck? Whoa, what the fuck? What's going on? And I was like, no, it's all good. I was just screaming at the television. <laughs> but was, oh, man, dude, that fucking scene, that was incredible. Right. I fucking, yeah, I, I, think I was, my favorite. I was just, the look on my face was the same look as the look on Littlefinger's face when she said that. I was just like, oh, fuck. No, that, that actor nailed Littlefinger in that, in that scene. Yeah. Just like, all this shit coming down on top of him and be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, and he always has a contingency plan. He's always, yeah. like, thinking a million steps ahead, but he did not see that shit coming. Yep. Oh, and I didn't, oh, I felt, God. I felt, yeah, I, I didn't see it coming either. But now, I'm excited, because I feel, I feel like Sansa has been, like, building up to that sort of moment. And... She I, wasn't I'm so bitch. glad because I was starting to hate her this season. I was like, "You fucking asshole! Like, you do you not realize what's going on and how much he's playing you right now?" Like, I was getting so mad at her, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I, she fucking she definitely saved the day. I, I yeah, I and I I watched the behind the scenes thing or whatever <laughs> with the 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 you know creators and they're like. They said that basically, like, he trained her too well. He never thought she would betray him, but he just trained yeah, her too I, well I, to I be too, too fucking ruthless. If this ever comes yeah. out in the book, I know, like... <sighs> well, they'll just, like, kind of go into her mind and see exactly when she figured it out and how she put together the puzzle pieces to actually, like... Alright, you're just fucking with us the entire time, and... it's right. you, This entire, like... He's really the one that fucked the whole thing from the very beginning. Yeah. He started it all, all the way back to season one with John Aaron. Like, he's the one that started all of that shit. Exactly. Right. But no, that that scene definitely, I I was watching it at 
this bar and outside there's like a, a courtyard with a big screen on it and like not seeing the entire courtyard was just like screaming and like cheering is pretty I love I love that it was Arya that got to do it. Yeah. I'm so happy. Like that makes perfect sense to you though for those two like And and with the dagger because the oh, dagger yeah. is literally what started the war of the five kings. That dagger that, and yeah. him saying that him saying that he got that dagger from Tyrion Lannister is what started the war of the five kings to begin with. So it's fucking poetic motherfucking justice that she got to fucking slit his throat with that same dagger seven years later. Yeah. I fucking love the fuck out of this show, dude. Like, it's... It's, like, close to... It's not It's not on the level, but it's, it's close to Star Wars in terms of my fucking, like, obsession level with it. No, it's definitely one of the only, like, television series I actually look forward to and, like, can't wait till the next episode comes out and... Right now we might have two fucking years now. Two fucking years, yeah. Is that that actually confirmed? It's it's not like solid, but that's what what they're predicting from uh from their film schedule. But why? Uh, Han Solo movie? No, (laughs) I don't. They're not even starting filming until October. Um. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. Okay. Since since earlier when I tried to segue and it didn't work. Uh, <laughs> Star Wars. I'll, I'm gonna take that window and 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 transition our boxing Game of Thrones podcast back into a Star Wars podcast. Uh, so speaking of the Han Solo movie, and speaking of Khaleesi, uh, there was. Unless you guys have any final thoughts about Game of Thrones. Uh, no, I yeah. I cannot wait for season eight and i'm gonna have to wait a while i'm not happy about that i yeah yeah i'm, I'm not excited about the length of the wait let's yeah they better get their shit they better, it better be a good fucking final season though because people will absolutely lose their shit yeah uh, yeah pressure's on yeah <laughs> uh but but yeah speaking of amelia clark uh it was revealed that her name in the so we talked last week for a second about how Michael K. Williams got cut from uh, the Han Solo movie because of scheduling problems. Um, and he, in some kind of interview recently where they were talking to him about that, mentioned uh, how his character had some sort of connection between Han Solo and Amelia Clark's character, who he called Kira. And in the article, they quoted it as being spelled K-I-R-A, I think. No, K-U-R-A. Uh, well, well, so the article that quoted uh, him said K-I-R-A, but then making StarWars.net uh, in their article said that according to what they had been told, that it was actually being spelled K-U-R-A. It's interesting because they're both... Like, I know this is, like, a weird, maybe sort of, like, unnecessary, like, meta-analysis, but, like, so Star Wars has been inspired a lot by Kira Kurosawa, and Kira and Kura are, like, if you say Kira Kura very quickly to get, I'm just fucking dumb, this is how my brain works. I said that <laughs> thing, I was like, oh, Kira, Kura, and I was like, oh, Akira Kurosawa, 
Like, I, you know what I mean? That might be a dumb fucking just an idiot brain connection that I'm making right now. But I was like, oh, that's interesting that they're both kind of like just variations on parts of his name. Because Akira Kurosawa and Seven Samurai, obviously, were like big inspiration for George Lucas, etc. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. Maybe I'm just a fucking idiot. Both things could be true. Uh, I agree. <laughs> but point being... She has a name, and apparently it's Kira, whether it's spelled with an I or a U. But if it's spelled with a U, to me, it would be Kura, not Kira. But anyway, they were saying that, it, according to the article, it was saying that it was spelled with a U, but it's pronounced Kira. I don't fucking know. Do you have any thoughts? That sounds but, like but, Star Wars. I no. thought that, like, um, I don't know, I guess my thoughts were from, I think it was making Star Wars. I don't know who what I was reading, though, that, like, Ray's name was... Rumored to be Kira yeah, for the longest was, time. That was a very strong rumor. In fact, uh, I think it was Chris from Star Wars Underworld started a Facebook page about how Kira Solo was going to be the name of that character. I was actually kind of secretly hoping her name still was Kira, but and Ray was just kind of. You never like, know. You never know, yeah. though, because yeah. okay. So, so here's an interesting fucking sidebar tidbit. Side bit, tit bar, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Ray is left on the planet when she's five. I don't know. Maybe you know your name when you're five. Maybe you don't. But so, in there's like a a child, a young adult kind of like Ray's journal thing that came out with the Force Wing. So, okay. So the Y wing, I think it was a Y wing pilot helmet. Who okay, she's where she puts on in the Force Awakens, right? So the Arabesh on the side of that helmet says that the pilot's name is Ray, and I think it's R A E, but it's still it's still Ray. Yeah, so, it's R H A E. I and, think. Okay, there you go. And but anyway, in that like she talks about how she like, you know, as a kid, would kind of pretend to be this pilot whose helmet she found. So it makes me think, it's, there is a po- outside chance, maybe, and, and, and I'm also of a mind that she, I'm still hoping and slash thinking that she is a solo, and Kylo's brother, and you know, whatever. So I think there there still could be a possibility that she could be Kira Solo. That might sound fucking asinine and fucking far-fetched or whatever, but... Especially if they're going to call another character in this movie with the fucking brunette-haired girl, Kira. Like, another British brunette-haired girl, and they're going to call her Kira. Like, it'd be confusing as fuck if they did that. But, I'm not saying it's outside of the realm of possibility. But, uh, yeah, I did think that was interesting that that helmet, the pilot on that helmet's name was Ray. And it would seem like a, a conceivable thing that a child left alone on that planet who I idolizes the rebellion would pick a helmet and say okay like yeah I, i'm i am this person now you know what i mean like it, it's conceivable that that would happen so right. i don't know it's, I, would also, I guess it's also it's also conceivable that that if han would name their kid at and like yeah. contribute to someone too you know yeah he hasn't done that before right my my the- no no gets a good point about ben yeah. but my theory still is that after reading Aftermath, just kind of the way that that all plays out and how Han's kind of in and out and he's not really there all that often and he comes back for a little while here and there. Like, my theory is still that 
in one of those times where he was back. Leia got pregnant. But there's also some interesting things where she has some sort of, like, subtle feelings about the darkness that surrounds Ben or Kylo or whatever you want to call it. So, I, I, you know, it might be a fucking outside shot, but it's still my theory that fucking in one of those times where Han was back, Leia got pregnant, and she was the one that fucking hid Rey away. So I don't think Han knew, in, in, my, in my fucking crazy-ass concocted theory, Han didn't know that she existed. Right. Like, he, he's kind of, like, real. Yeah. I think in Force Awakens, he's kind of realizing, like, oh, shit, this person <sighs> is like me, basically. But he doesn't understand why. And and I don't, in, in, again, like I said, in, in the universe of my crazy theory, Leia didn't tell him that she had another kid and then fucking stashed that kid away so that he wouldn't get corrupted. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I do mental gymnastics over it every day. Oh, whether it's hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, at first I think I wanted it to be Ray Solo. Then I think after, like, well, after a couple of viewings of Force Awakens, I was like, no, it's Ray Skywalker. Now I'm just, I, I, I have no idea. Well, it's interesting because so I heard Steel Saunders say this on his show the other day. And if you haven't listened to uh, Steele interview uh, Anthony Bresnikin from Entertainment Weekly, who did all those fucking articles that we talked about a few weeks ago, you should go and check it out at uh, Steel Wars because it's very fucking interesting and 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 entertaining. Uh, 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 fuck, I had a point about what I was saying. God damn it! Sorry, my brain just farted out. It does that from time to time. What were you, what were you literally just saying? Whether it's who whose race parentage is, essentially, or was there something else? Fuck me. Fuck me. I don't know. I had a goddamn point, but it just fucking disappeared. So, so we'll, we'll... Anthony Bresnikan. Were they talking about it at all in the article? Or oh yeah, definitely. Okay. I just can't remember what my goddamn point was. So I'll just fucking we'll just move on and we'll 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 circle back around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, sometimes after a long fucking day, you're you're in the middle of a sentence and your brain just fucking shuts down and and it just powers down and you just can't fucking think of where it was going. So we'll just fucking have to circle back to that shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know though. What what uh, what do you guys think about about her? Parentage. Do you have any little pet theories about what you think is going to happen, or, or what, right. what you are expecting to happen? I I, I guess I, I have all the normal thoughts. I have an outside thought about how she could be like a grandkid of Obi Wan Kenobi in some weird way, um, where like where like Sadine's nephew is not actually her nephew, but a illegitimate son from the Clone Wars. That's interesting. Well, that's like a that's like a super. That's like my wild yeah. card theory, you know. Like you bet on the on the, the horse that's not gonna win, and in case it does, you get a lot of money for it. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I if I put my money on it, I, I'd say she isn't related to either Skywalker. Or she's just kind of a powerful force being that. For some reason, is drawn to Sky Luke Skywalker, and I don't know why. 
Um, what I want is probably... I kind of want her to be Luke Skywalker's daughter for some reason. That's what I would do, but we'll see. That was my original feeling going into Force Awakens was I was kind of hoping that that was the case. And yeah. I kind of thought that for a while after the movie came out as well. But well, I've since... the one line I've, that, like, uh, Maz says where it's like, the, the family that you're seeking isn't behind you, it, it's in front of you. She's it's like, ahead, yeah. Yeah. So that, that always, like, I don't know, that seems like maybe there's some, like, lineage or parentage there, but I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going for. <laughs> I just want them to, I want them to do something. I want them to explain it as well. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like there's so many ways they could do it. Just as long as they give me a good explanation of why, I'm fine. Yeah. No, I agree. I don't know what the fuck I was. I swear to God, I had a fucking point that was about something, but you know what? I've had a long fucking shitty ass fuck of a day, and sometimes your brain just cuts out on you. So, you know what are you gonna do? Uh, if it comes to me, I'll fucking uh, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll dive into it later. I guess. All right. I don't know where it went, dude. I swear to fuck, I started that sentence and I had a fucking point. I had a reason that I was saying all those things. And then halfway through, my brain just went, oh, sorry, uh, file not found. And I was like, oh, shit, oh, shit, all right. Because I was in the middle of talking, you know. I, I was, people expected me to finish that thought. It's, my brain was just like, no, it's okay. There's nothing there. Loading <laughs> circuit. So, you know, yeah, it, 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 it happens sometimes. Hey, hang on one sec. All right, we're hanging on. We're hanging on to your life. Yep. My uh, knuckles are bright white right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did, did he ever give his his thoughts on what he wants versus what he thinks is, is happening there? Or? No, I don't think so. That might have been what he lost <laughs> track of. I, yeah, I thought, <laughs> thought that was the case, but oh well. What are you going to do? That's, that's Sorry. Gonna... Sorry. Are you there? <laughs> We're here. We're here. Uh, what were you talking about? I heard a little, I caught a little bit of that. No, I, I was saying, what, were you going to give your opinion on what you think versus what you feel is, is happening with uh, Ray's parentage? Oh, I don't know. I feel it. Sorry, my roommate was trying to give me some mail. Uh, I feel... <laughs> I feel like I've, I don't know. I feel like my, my opinion on that is that I think she's a solo. I hope she's a solo. I think that would provide some continuity between the old expanded universe and, and where things are now. And it would be an interesting sort of, uh, similar twist to like, I am your father, but I am your brother. You know, whatever you want to say. Like, <laughs> I, I think it would be. I think it would be. Uh, it, uh, I think that's that's my most likely scenario at this point. And and I think that the more and more, the more that I rewatch Force Awakens, because there's a lot of scenes between Han Solo and Rey where they really kind of go to to lengths to point out the sort of their connection and they're they're kind of finishing each other's sentences and 
Han gives her a lot of looks, and there's a scene where Maz says, who's a girl? And then it cuts away very dramatically. Like, you know, there's there's a lot of little things that it sets up in that movie. Han gives her a blaster. He's going to make her first mate on the Falcon. Like, there's a lot of little things that just makes you think, you know, there's a moment where she says, like, oh, I've never seen this much green in the world or ever, and Han gets this kind of, like, guilty look on his face, you know? Like, there's a lot of little moments like that where it just kind of, you feel like that's what it's building towards. But I think, oh, you know what? Maybe this is the thing I was going to say earlier. Maybe not. I don't fucking know. But but uh, uh, I think my thing about this movie, oh, this is 100% what I was going to fucking say. I'm just fucking dumb as fuck and my brain just shorted out on me. But okay, so on, on Steel Wars the other day, he was talking with Anthony Brezikin. Which is a very interesting interview. They dive into a lot of stuff from the Entertainment Weekly articles. But he said something to to, to Anthony Bresnikin, aka the Brez, uh, uh, along the lines of like, as big as my hype was for Force Awakens and the hype for Star Wars being back was huge. But I think hype and expectations are two different things because I think my hype for force awakens was fucking off the charts. There's no way you can replicate that level of hype in the same way. You can't replicate the hype from Mayweather McGregor. Like that was fucking, that was like a once in a fucking like generation level of fight like that. The hype surrounding that hype surrounding force awakens oh yeah and that was a transition i tried to make uh, earlier and it okay. didn't work <laughs> but the, the, the point remains that like the hype was fucking off the charts but to me hype and expectation are different things in that now the hype is over now i have fucking expectations about what this movie is gonna be and i think my expectations for last jedi are so high right now. And I think it's going to be a great movie. I have a lot of faith in Ryan Johnson, but I have such fucking high expectations that I'm almost afraid of being disappointed because there's so many things that I'm like zeroed in that like, I want this, I need this. And I think that that's the thing about this movie that it's hard. I feel like it's harder for me to, I guess, okay, here's my ultimate pen whatever larger overall point it took me fucking 45 minutes to remember what the fuck i was talking about but my overall point and question to you guys is do you think it's hard do you think it's harder for you to manage your expectations for this movie than it was for force Awakens? because to me it's way harder for me to manage my expectations now than it was for force awakens but what do you guys think yeah i'd say so because i I agree, like, I, you know, with the new Star Wars movie, you didn't know what it was going to be, so, like, I expected it to be good, I guess, but I wasn't, I might be expecting this to be the greatest movie I've ever seen coming soon. I gotta try to lower that, Uh, but, uh. Uh, I don't know, I, in some ways, I'm much more curious about this movie, I don't know if that means, um, I have higher expectations, but. I I'm more inquisitive, I guess, because I felt like I knew more at this point about the Force Awakens than I did the Last Jedi. But that's interesting because I feel kind of the opposite. Yeah. I feel like we know more about Last Jedi right now than we did in in August of 2015 about Force Awakens. Maybe. 
I see that's the thing. It's all it's all it's all perspective though. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting yeah. though to just because I I feel like I I know I guess well I'm not I don't want to go into like spoilers or anything but pretty much like from what's released just there's that one trailer and the one behind the scenes video and I I guess maybe that's what we had with with the Force Wagons at this point but. I don't know. It it just feels like a, a dry spell right now, and like I'm kind of right. I'm getting thirsty. Although there there have been a lot of toy leaks in the last couple weeks. Yeah, that's true. We do have what Force Friday coming up here, yeah. so yeah. So Force Friday today is Monday. Monday. Yes. Yeah. 20th. Force Friday is this Friday. Force Friday, November first. Yeah. Force Friday. So. There, there are. Uh, it's interesting just compared to last year for Rogue One, and I wonder. You know, it's just, it was just a very different experience because last year for Rogue One in Portland, in the entire city, there was one store, Toys R Us, that was having an event, and I went there, and there's about when I showed up. Let's see. It was midnight opening. I think I showed up around 10 o'clock, 10.30 maybe. Uh, there was about 10 people there. And then, you know, as it got closer to midnight, probably about 30 or 40 people showed up. But that was it. And uh, shit, even in Missoula on Force Friday in 2015, there were like three stores at least that were in. And that's in a fucking small ass town in Montana. So even then, two years ago for for Force Awakens, there was a ton future. So uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, but okay. uh, we're talking about but yeah, so There's a lot more a lot more stores this year. Walmart's doing it. Uh, Disney Store is doing it. Toys R Us is doing it. Uh, Target's doing it. So if you live near any of those things, you're probably good. Uh, it looks like the uh, Star Wars story years are going to be the off years where it's going to be harder to, like like I said, with Rogue One, there was one store in the entire fucking city of Portland that was doing it, whereas with Last Jedi, there's fucking 15 or 20 probably. So it's, yeah, it's, there. there's a lot of, there's a lot of places you can go to find your shit. I'm actually not, like, in Philly, like, actual center city philly there's not many places having it but you have to go in the suburbs to find the uh at least that that was for target i didn't look through walmart or toys yeah. R Us, but i mean there's not really many toys R Us's inside philly anyway yeah there's a couple out here but yeah i mean i'm sure i'll find something but but uh so speaking of star wars toys though so yeah last week we talked about so i went to that uh the star wars store or whatever it was and i had pre-ordered the uh the first wave of the last Jedi figures. So at first they told me it was five figures, but now apparently it's seven figures. So, but then I call it cause they're like, Oh yeah, you can come pick them up on Friday. And I call them on Friday. And they're like, but call first. And I call them on Friday and like, yeah, we have them, but we're not going to start. We're not going to let people come pick them up till Tuesday. And I was like, Oh shit. How like, why? <laughs> Like, ah, there was some confusion. And 
we're not going to sell them till Tuesday now. I was like, oh, because the person who sold it to me when I gave you $100 the other day said that I could come pick it up on Friday. And, and he was like, yeah, it's, that was wrong. <laughs> it's not true. So you can come on Tuesday. And I was like, oh, all right. All right. I, okay. All right. So I'm going to go tomorrow. And apparently there's seven figures in the first wave, not five. So uh, all that to say that I'm probably, now that I realize there's seven figures instead of five, if we get a couple handy more views on there, whoever we pick as the winner is going to get two figures from the first wave of the last Jedi Black series instead of one. It's going to keep up in the fucking bribery until it has some bribery. <laughs> hasn't worked as of yet. But, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, so, I'm going to have seven fucking figures. And it's like, I could probably part with at least two of them. Seems fair. All right. So, get, so, so get to I'm work. I'm going to go there on Friday. And I'm going to take some pictures of that place, too, though, because it's fucking cool. Like, it's a very, very cool store. It has a, like, if you live anywhere near Oregon, you should fucking check it out. Because it's it's very, it's like, you it, you spend a lot of time there. A lot of money. Uh, yeah. What, uh, I don't know. What else, what else do you guys want to get into? There's, uh... Couple little Star Wars things here and there, but you get you guys get anything you wanna you wanna talk about? Well, you know how you know how I fucking feel then because that's my whole life is you know, I think I thought I had a thought earlier, but then it went away. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually had that's some crazy like of Game of Thrones and Star Wars reference, but I completely blanked on it. When it actually came to time to talk about I, it. <laughs> uh, this is a funny thing that happened right before we started recording. So I was, I was on YouTube and uh, uh, this video popped up from this guy that I watch his videos a lot about. Because he has a lot of videos about like Red Dead Redemption 2 or whatever. He, you know, he's got some fucking inside tracks and information. And I started watching this video. He's like. And the video is called something about like, oh, new open world Star Wars RPG next year, question mark, or something. And I was like, oh, shit, is this some shit I haven't heard about? And 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 he just started kind of like rattling off shit from like stuff that making Star Wars had reported like two or three months ago. And and at first I was getting annoyed because he didn't like even bother to fucking like credit them. He eventually did like mention their name or whatever, but I was just like, he, he was acting like this is like some fucking breaking news. And he usually does have, I was just, I saw it funny because like he usually does have pretty breaking news on some things, but he was acting like this was like, oh shit, we just found this out. But it was like, it was on making Star Wars probably like a full two months ago. So I got all fucking excited and then realized it was nothing. Uh, that's usually what happens on on when like different like YouTube or YouTube channels or or fucking Facebook pages will say like new radical Star Wars information you've never heard before. Holy shit! Like it's gonna blow your dick off. 
And you're click just like, bait. oh, <laughs> fuck, all right, I'm in. And you click it, and you're like, yeah, I saw this shit. I'm making Star Wars three weeks ago. You're a fucking idiot. You know what I mean? Like, that's usually what happens. Uh, what the fuck was I talking about? I don't know. Uh, that was all about, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Do you guys have any other, any other yeah. things you want to fucking dive into? Ryan Johnson talked about how, how many, how many wipes are in episode eight. <laughs> you see that? There's only 12 wipes. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Apparently Phantom Menace, apparently Phantom Menace has the most with like 50 something. <laughs> yeah, every time there's a wipe, you got a drink. You just watch all the movies. You get fucking hammered. That'd be fun. Hey, we should do it. If you watch them in order, you're not gonna get that. You're not gonna get too much further than Finn. You're not gonna get like. past episode one, probably. By the by, the, the pod most, racing scene. That's the highest be, number. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be getting tipsy by the uh, pod racing scene. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good shit. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, there's a little, uh, little quick article too on making Star Wars about uh, like Maz Kanata and her role in in Last Jedi. I like we talked about it before when we talked about their entertainment weekly stuff. Like I thought it was funny that they like went out of their way to point out that she had a small role in episode eight and that like her role was smaller in episode seven. But it's like like I said, it's like her, her role in episode seven was like maybe five minutes like of screen time. So it's like, okay, so that's going from five to three. Like, all right. <laughs> like but anyway, they're saying that her, she's gonna, I don't know if this is considered a spoiler, I don't really think so, but that she is gonna basically, her her function in the, to like move the plot forward is that she's the one who introduces uh, the Resistance and or Finn and Rose to Slicer DJ played by Benicio Del Toro. Can I can I ask a question? Is the term Slicer a Star Wars term, or is that just yeah a known yeah. term? Okay, all right. No, it's it's like the Star Wars version of hacker. Gotcha. Okay, because I, I was like, is a Slicer that's a like name a, for a hacker like, that I've that's, never that's heard before? Around, it's been around in Star Wars canon for a long time, though. Okay. Right. Interesting. It's in. Uh, like the 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 old or right Knights of the in, Old Republic. I was gonna say it's in some different books and comics as well, but also in going back to Knights of the Old Republic, you know when you com- when you hack into a computer, it, it you slice slice yeah. into it, yeah. So, and it's interesting because that also comes up in the in the Steel and Steel Saunders Anthony Bresnikan interview. They talk about like hacking versus slicing and that. I agree with somebody who on there said that, like, yeah, like, hacking sounds very, like, haphazard, and you're just, like, chopping your way through something, whereas, like, Slicer sounds very much more, like, intricate and, like, you know, and implies precision, and, and it sounds a lot more badass than Hacker, I think. Yeah, it actually so, makes a lot more sense for, like, what... It's cool that they're bringing that little element from the expanded universe into the right. Actually, see, you know, I just looked up while doing this. According to Urban Dictionary, so take this with a grain of salt, 
but it uh, first appeared. It was first. The term was first coined by Timothy Zahn. For yeah, but that hacking. means it came from Star yeah, Wars. From Star Wars, yeah. yeah. From yeah. probably from like uh, Heir to the Empire or whatever. Yep, yeah. exactly. Nailed it. Uh, yeah. Uh, that makes perfect sense though. Like, and it's interesting because in that conversation about you know slicers and hackers, they start to talk about okay. So it's an interesting question to ask you guys, I guess then. This is a segue. Like, uh, they they talk about kind of like what what are your feelings about like sort of renaming things that we know in the real world as different things in the Star Wars? Like, would you rather have them just call it? So, for instance, in the new Star Wars canon, they call coffee calf. So, like, it's like a cup of calf. It's not a cup of coffee. So, like, and and like it's a slicer, not a hacker. So, like, would you do you prefer that would they just call things what they are because they call chocolate chocolate and they call <laughs> whiskey whiskey but would you prefer that they call things what they are or that they would you lean more in the direction that they come up with fucking new weird like pseudo names pseudonyms, pseudonyms whatever like, I like pseudonyms pseudonyms pseudo yeah. I like Star, I, Star Wars words <laughs> the more Star Wars yeah. words, the better. I'm very neutral. I feel like I would be either way. I don't know. I feel I like with the sli- I do like the word slicer. To me, it, it feels like you're more active in doing it. Like most of the time, actual hacking is you set your computer, you walk away, wait an hour, and come back to it. You know, slicing yeah. makes it more. I feel like it means like more exciting. Like you gotta do shit quick while you're getting shot at by blasters or something. Right. Right. Uh, I, yeah, I, I guess I'm probably more with Danny in terms of like, I, I, I think it's good. I like it, but I think there's a point at which it becomes fucking ridiculous. So like, <laughs> I think you have to, you have to like, it's like, okay, a bathroom is a refresher. Like, okay, cool. Whatever. Like we didn't really need that, but like, cool, <laughs> okay, why not? Like, I, like, I think if you push it too far, it can become ridiculous, but I think, like it, it, it provides context, and you're like, okay, I know what they meant, but like, yeah, it's a yeah. slightly different thing. Like, I dig that. Like, so right. I don't know. I, I I'm kind of in favor of it uh, as long as they fucking keep it within reason. Keep within reason, right? And I also think of like, like in the, in your head too. Like, yeah, they all speak like English or common, whatever the fuck they call it. basic. Sorry, yeah. De- depends on what game. You're but like, if, <laughs> if you think about like, if this was a real place that existed, you know, it's it's a different language anyway, so gotta right. have some weird translations. Yeah, and also it was it was a long time ago. Like, you know, I mean, yeah. like, there's a lot of things that are like implied to like this is like a myth that's like kind of a game of telephone and like maybe it kind of happened this way maybe it didn't but it was a long ass time ago and it's kind of just a legend yeah Yeah, Yeah. it's it's just like a legend you know what i mean and and you can fucking glean from it what you will and and it's kind of it sounds fucking pretentious and fucking corny as fuck but it's like you know you kind of like take from it what you want to you know what i mean it's like a piece of art like you the fucking it's up to the the person who's viewing it to like take what you want from it i know that sounds corny and fucking pretentious as fuck but you know what are you what are you gonna do 
No, and I, I, I love those, like, is this canon or arguments and stuff. So Yeah, like, that's what provides like, the most entertainment to yeah. from Star Wars fandom is those conversations about, It's just like, the, the layers you can go in. This is what pisses me off. This yeah. is what I like. You know what I mean? It's like, it's always interesting to hear somebody's different perspective. Yeah, just, like, going through the layers and, like, seeing how far, like, the, the lore can go. And So, so wait, you're, yeah. you're saying that whiskey is whiskey in, in, in I, I've the heard it universe. described as sometimes they'll say like Corellian rum or whatever. Like sometimes they add an adjective to say it's like from a specific planet or whatever. But like wine and whiskey and things like that, they call them by name at different points in, in the new canon. I like it. I like and I like that there's inconsistent it's in, it's consistently inconsistent. Yeah, that's a fair point. And also it's like even among, like, the main characters in the original trilogy, you have fucking inconsistencies. It's like, Leah, Leia, Han, Han. Like, one of his best friends of all time supposedly calls him Han. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like... But that's, like, real life. Like, there, there's friends you have that some people call them one name and some people call them another name. Yeah, just... life, is, life is not right. consistent. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people call a lot of people call Matt Matt. I call him ass. It's a different yeah, pronunciation. It's, you know, it's it's uh, it just depends on your dialect. Sometimes the the like S's, and you kind of reverse the word. It's 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 all just how you I heard, I heard I heard casserole. Perfect. <laughs> uh, uh, I had another thing I was going to say, but it floated away again. You're on fire tonight. Yeah, it's just uh, one of those kind of days, man. Like, yeah. You know, sometimes fucking, sometimes she goes and sometimes she doesn't go, you know? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. fucking away she goes. Well, we, we, still, we still got Rosie to, to, to bring us home. Uh, oh, okay, wait, before we get into that real quick, though, did you, have either of you guys watched any of the Defenders yet? No. Uh, no, not, not so much. Oh, damn. All right, I finished it. It's fucking dope. It's it's only eight episodes. You should watch it. It's fucking rat. Like the, I did start last... watching, uh, I did start working Morty. Oh, nice. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. What, are you, what, are, what are your feelings? I haven't seen the new one yet, but yeah. What, I, I mean, how I'm do you only, feel I'm so only, far? I'm, in, I'm five episodes in, and I, it's interesting. It's like a, it's like a uh, parody on Back to the Future. Yeah, exactly. But right. Like a, yeah. But it's like... The, it's uh, like a fucked up... Yeah, like yeah, a fucked it's up really, it's, new like it because... version of Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing that kind of, I, kind of throws me off is... Uh, I guess Rick's burps. Yeah, they 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 but become they, less. They, they, yeah, they they, they lower that down a little bit. You know, that's interesting because I just I just like remarathon seasons one and two, and it is kind of interesting because yeah, like Chris said, they they do kind of like fade yeah, out like, to the background a little bit. Like as you go further into the show, it, it happens less and less, and they just kind of like almost yeah, right stops like, all together. Okay, I, I get it. He's an alcoholic. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah, they really ham it up in the first season for yeah. sure. It's like every other sentence. I'm just like, oh my god, can't you just all right, <laughs> all right. 
but yeah, I don't know. Uh, she's getting a little bit of fucking, uh, a little bit of Rosie here and, and get after it. Tell your story About a woman I know I come loving Steal the show She ain't exactly pretty Ain't exactly small Four, two, third, nine, fifty-six You can say she got it It's uh working overtime. Yeah, working overtime. Which I feel like everyone's brain right now is doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh I basically it's a, a work centric episode because Rosie has to has mandatory overtime at her job. And you have uh, her, Jackie, uh, Crystal, and who, who's the other warehouse? The other lady, she is only so far showed up in this episode, and I don't think okay. they even mentioned her name. She, like, joins okay. in, sings some songs, and has a couple lines, yeah. but I don't think they ever mention who the fuck she is. Okay, all right, so I'm not missing a key character. No, I don't think so. But no, they're, uh, they're just shooting the shit and uh booker comes and lays down the law and tells that everybody has an hour mandatory overtime a day rosie uh tries to sneak off and give a phone call to her kids so that they can know that they have to fend for dinner for themselves which is something i can uh definitely relate to um <laughs> my mom did choir so every i think every thursday night was awesome because my dad would get to choose what, din- what dinner was and he'd always order pizza so that that part yeah. of this episode definitely hit home for me. <laughs> I feel I feel like that scene too weirdly predicted like angry internet screamings that would come in the future. How do you mean? Around around a around a particular topping on pizza. You mean pineapples? Yeah, I mean pineapple. Is that a thing people get riled up about on the internet? I, I thought, yeah. Oh yeah. Really? I thought, uh, yeah. Hawaiian Why? pizza was like. Hawaii, yeah, that's a classic. Yeah. That's like a classic. Oh yeah, no, I love, I, I love it too. But it's like a, it's, it's like that's a big, a, big thing lately. Probably, probably like the I last year. What do you mean? What? No, like people are against it, or they're yeah, it? yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like divided. There's like huge internet debates. that are divided. People are divided and like for pineapple or for against pineapple as a pizza <laughs> topping. But but it's not even about but 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 you can't look at it in a vacuum when you're talking about pizza right now. Like you can't you can't say you can't go okay. I'm looking at pineapple as a pizza topping in a vacuum. That doesn't make any fucking sense. You have to say is I'm looking at at Hawaiian pizza. You're oh, dude, I, no, yeah, and Canadian bacon. That's not you can't just say pineapple. All by itself, you can't put them on trial. You can't try a husband and a wife for the same crime. It's called double jeopardy. <laughs> we have the worst fucking lawyers. <laughs> we have the worst fucking lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
You know what I'm saying, though? Like, you can't, How, I, you I'm can't just, like, confused. It, you can't look at it through that narrow of a lens. The you thing I'm confused about... You, and you gotta say, look at Canadian bacon and pineapple. That's a difference. No, I mean I'll eat pineapple with other other things too. But I'm confused how how much you, I I have a I, you're confusing me with your lack of knowledge of this. Use your words. I don't. I, there there have been like memes for probably like a year straight about this. So I'm confused how you missed this. Yes, no, I, I feel. I guess. Where are these memes though? Where are they coming from? Where are they being posted to? I mean, I guess I see. I see the majority of them. Pineapple. I I feel like I see most of them like fly through like Facebook feeds on like a normal basis. But like, okay, give me an example of one. I'm pretty sure it's like self-explanatory. But like, give me an example of a pineapple meme that you have seen. I, I'm, like, I'm like sending you them right now, but give me you're on something. your phone. Like I don't. I, I mean, don't, I'm not saying. I'm saying that like, they're not like. I, me, I'm, no, they're, I'm just like. I, I'm not. I just am out of the loop. Like I don't know anything about it. I like. I feel like I explained exactly what it is, though. That's all. I, it, it, I, it, to me, no, I, what it sounds like you explained is that there's a lot of people online who are angry yeah. that other people enjoy eating pineapple on their pizza. Exactly. I, I but don't, you don't have to eat it if you don't like I'm it. I'm not. I'm not rationalizing no, it no, for no, them. I'm not saying you are. I'm not saying you are. I'm just talking directly to those people. Like to those people. If you right. don't like it, you don't have to eat. Like you don't have to make your like we talked about before. Don't make your life about eating or not eating something that you don't like. Just avoid it. You don't even have to think about it. Just don't. Like don't make your life about being against. Other people eating pineapple on their... If you... Life is too short. If you like eating pineapple on your fucking pizza, then go for it. If you don't, just don't even think about eating pineapples on a pizza, and then it won't even be part of your life. It's just you don't even... (laughs) I don't understand the thought process. (laughs) That leads you to that conclusion. Yeah, well, you know... Dude, why... Why... I don't... Yeah, like, my... I, my question is, why is this a thing? Yeah, why are I we mean, talking that's... about it? Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, it, it's nothing you're, Nothing against you, Chris. Just, like, are, why are that many people angry about putting pineapple oh, yeah. on pizza? Aren't no, we I talking mean, it's about thing. Roseanne? Yes. I mean, this was because, because of Roseanne. Roseanne because, okay. was a pioneer in, a in, in, of, movement of putting pineapple on pizza. In my opinion, is that Dan tried to order fucking anchovies. Yeah, that would be more upsetting than pineapple to me. (laughs) Has anybody ever had anchovies on pizza? Once or twice. I've I've yet to. I'm not a fan. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just not trying to eat a whole fish. You know what I mean? There's a reason you cut that shit up. (laughs) Like, Like... I don't want to eat all of it. Just the, I, you know what I mean? Like just eating a whole animal all in one. You just like, <laughs> which is the reason why I don't like eating. Like you know, I'll eat calamari, but I won't eat those fucking little ass mini baby squid that they fried up. I'm just like, it's so cute. You can't deep fry something that's that cute. Like I don't, I can't eat it. 
not fair. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm t- even talking about <laughs> at this point. Like, somebody else should probably just take over this conversation because I'm I don't even know what the fuck I'm. What we're trying to say is eat whatever you want on your pizza. Just don't eat whatever you want and don't think about what other people are eating that you don't like and don't make your life be about it because it does it's not it's not worth it. I think I'm going to get an anchovy pizza this week and give it a review next week. Sure, All yeah, right. go for it. I'm, go I'm for not going to – I'll, I'll – no, thank you. But, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to go on a fucking tangent and say other people shouldn't do it or it shouldn't be – go for it. If you want to do fact, it. In fact, I'll do pineapple do anchovies. That's – wow. <laughs> I really hope that that's true. I would love to hear the report about how that goes. I'll go for it. It might be I, really I good. You know, you don't know. It might be fucking – You don't know, yeah. You might be a pioneer it. here. Yeah. You, you never know. It might be the best shit ever and that everybody's missing out because nobody's fucking tried it. Yeah, no, I'm going to go for it. Oh, man. <laughs> so we that all came from just talking about Dan trying to order a pizza. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but, yeah, I, I got to be honest. I fucking love this episode. Yeah, yeah. Enjoyable. I feel what like it's... I don't know. Like, I feel like it's just especially because I've had a real fucking exhausting, crazy ass week. And like the whole to me, the whole like point of this episode is like shit sucks and you're going to get forced to do some shit you don't feel like doing. and You're going to have to work your ass off and you're just going to have to kind of power through it. And like, that's kind of like that's kind of like the whole point of life. Little things in this episode that just kind of hit home to no matter who you are, like. The scene where, like, Rosie comes home and, like, the kids are, like, running around. Dan's, like, cleaning up something. Dan, she's, like, she's just, like, I have to leave. And Dan's just, like, okay, go. Just the fact yeah. that he didn't, he didn't, like, bat an eye. He's just, like, honey, you gotta, you gotta go. You He's, gotta like, go. no, I can see the look in your eye. You gotta get yeah. out of here or you're gonna kill one of our children. And <laughs> I have to explain yep. why we have dead children. And it's better to just, like, okay, just go, just go. Just go. Yeah. <laughs> No, but for real, it's like, I think it's it's a good point. It's like, sometimes shit just sucks. <laughs> you come home yeah. and everything, even after a stressful day, and shit is just off the rails even when you get home. And it's fucking unmanageable and crazy. And you just got to fucking, like, power through it and deal with it. And, I mean, I think the, the good part is, like, you know, at the end of the episode, you know, she goes and fucks off to, like, a whole diner and drink some coffee and talks to this lady and then she kind of realizes that this old gal at the diner that like she misses that shit like she used to have a fucking husband and a family and now all that shit's gone and she's like all by herself and it kind of makes her realize like oh fuck like all that shit that's been annoying the fuck out of me like i better appreciate that now because that's gonna be gone someday and i i don't know i i fucking love the episode overall i thought it was fucking funny and entertaining, but also, like, very, like, a good message about, like, how shitty life is, but also about, like, how you ought to appreciate the shit that you yeah, do it, have. It because, did it in like, a way that wasn't, like, over-the-top dramatic. It was just kind of, like, sometimes life is shitty, but you know what? You gotta appreciate your family and the people around you. Yeah. No, yeah, for yeah, sure. I totally good, agree. Like, good, heartfelt, and I, don't know. I feel like a lot of good people can relate to this episode. Totally. Yeah. I uh, I 
I was gonna go nine. I'm gonna go nine point five. I think. Uh, I I was gonna say that was my score too, yeah. man. Yeah. Nine point five is easily my favorite of of the yeah. like. I mean, I've I've watched through the show, you know, probably four or five different times, but like, I feel like it's different. It's a little, it feels a little bit where you go through and you're trying to like watch it and like analyze it and talk about it. like as far as like rewatching through it. This is definitely my favorite episode of the re rewatch. And 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 yeah, I would definitely give yeah, it a nine point five. I think this is definitely the highlight of the first season. Yeah, okay. I, I totally agree. I think it hits on a lot of different levels. It's it's funny, but it's also it hits a lot of like very poignant things too, and and it's very relatable because yeah, like life sucks for most people most of the time, and it's something most people can fucking relate to. <laughs> right? I'll, I'll give it nine pineapples. So <laughs> nine pineapples. Yeah. Nine pineapples out of ten spy kids. Out of ten spy kids, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need a I need a pineapple to spy kid conversion chart though. Uh, it's in the back of your uh, mar black and white marbled composition notebook. Yeah. yeah. I dig that out. Yeah. Everybody go find it right now. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a test on those conversions next time. But no, and uh, I, I gotta say too, like it's like a little thing, but it's definitely one of my favorite parts of the episode as well. Was like after all, all of the fucking craziness, like Rosie comes back home and her and Dan fucking work their shit out. And there's a little pro post post credit scene where, to me, it's like that's the shit I do every day of my life. Where where her and Dan are sitting in bed, they're both like ninety percent asleep, totally eyes closed, but they're still having a conversation. And, and, and they're talking about how neither of them are going to go to work the next day. And they're just fantasizing about, like, oh, I'm going to sleep until noon. And I'm going to fucking lay around and eat fucking whatever I want to eat. And just fucking sleep all day and be a lazy fucking piece of shit as much as I feel like it. And, and just, like, going on and on about their fantasies about how neither of them are going to go to work. And they're both in the middle of all this crazy bullshit. And she's like, oh, Dan, you didn't set the alarm, right? And he's like, no, nah, fuck that shit. You know, he didn't say exactly that. But he's like, no, nah. like, nope, nope, I sure didn't. I ain't going to work tomorrow, blah, blah, They go on and on and on. And then they go quiet for a second. And it's like, Dan, yeah, he set the alarm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it was all bullshit. You know what I mean? It was all just them telling themselves. And it's like, dude, I do that shit every day, man. I wake up at like 5 or 6 o'clock and I'm just like, Oh man, I'm just gonna stay in bed all day. I couldn't even fathom getting up right now. You know what I mean? It's like you tell yourself this little story for a minute, and then you're like, "God damn it! All right, I'm getting up." <laughs> I, mean, I I yeah. thought that scene was fucking great. Yeah, it's just like what? What's the worst that could happen? But I just you're like what? Really? Realistically, what's the worst that would happen if I just didn't do anything? Or tell anyone that I wasn't going to do anything all day. Like, you, you play out the scenario in your head. You're like, yeah, I can get away with it. I'd get in trouble, but I can fucking, I, I can fucking get away with it. And then you're like, ah, oh, goddammit. Okay, reality. All right, okay, all right. All right, got it. Be a human. All right, I got to be a person. Okay, okay, all right. I'll go back, okay, <laughs> God, no. Good stuff. 
fucking good shit, though. I loved it. Honestly, great episode. And, yeah, fucking good shit. Nine, 9.5 Spy Kids out of 10 cheeseburgers. I don't know what our fucking scale that we're <laughs> anymore, but, you know, whatever you want to call it, it was a fucking great episode. There you go. And on that note, <laughs> on the interwebs at, on, I guess, Twitter, I'm Holland Snokes. I'm fucking Dark Matt 501. I am Sithifer. And we are Holland Snokes. And I guess we're done. <laughs> but you can email us if you want and ask us questions and have us talk about other random stuff. And yell at us. Yes, absolutely yell at us. In fact, if you want to review us and give us a bad review, go ahead. I would love yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, at least at least it shows you care. At least it shows yeah. you care enough to give a review. Yeah, but so tell us why it's bad. bad. Yeah. You, so you can if you can give four, five stars. You can give four stars. You can give three stars. I hope you don't give us. I don't know if you can. You give zero stars. Is that even a? I don't know. I don't, know I don't even know. That's possible. Yeah. But. We'll find out. We will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good week, everybody.